Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos a de nuevo a otro episodio de Coast to Coast, The Hockey Podcast. Soy tu compresentador, Dani, y junto conmigo, mi amigo March. March, ¿cómo estás? ¿Qué tal, man? What the hell's going on? I, I know. <laughs> I, I had. Uh, I know. I just I realized. Had, uh, uh, by the way, people, I just realized he's recording too. I thought this was a joke. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, go. I'm Welcome doing. Uh, Dondo, donde esteba? <laughs> uh, siete ocho. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I had to get. I had to. I'm holding on to that uh, Spanish uh, vibe in me. So. That's How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Um, for those who are listening, um, we're recording this on December 28th, um, so just past Christmas. So hopefully everyone listening had a good Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. Um, I'm, I've had a good uh, holiday so far. I've got time off. I'm relaxing. But um, yours, is a, yours has been a lot more exciting, Danny. Um, uh, I would say so. My as we've heard, has been. yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, me and my liver were working extra time here uh, <laughs> this month of December, but um, <laughs> uh, it, it feels good. It feels good. I'm having a good month. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm tired from doing nothing. I'm tired of of, of uh, from being on vacation. So uh, it's a very good sign. Um, last time we did an episode was exactly 28 days ago. So. The entire month of December has gone by, and I echo what you said about people's uh, holidays and stuff like that. So um, I think, uh, you know, I'm not just relying on my own friends and what I'm seeing on social media, but I think this year people, a lot of people are taking it easy. Um, yeah. Not much, uh, not much craziness happening from what I'm seeing. So, I mean, for those of you listening, uh, what Danny just mentioned, you know, 28 days. Yeah, we've definitely taken a break, um, Danny went on vacation um, and I've just been busy and uh, I haven't wanted to record without him. So now that we're back, uh, we should be getting back into the things of it. However, we've kind of taken some time off. But Danny, do you want to go over uh, where you went? I can do that. And why you left us stranded? (laughs) I left everybody stranded, beginning uh, foremost with work. But um, (laughs) yeah, uh, shout out again to to work and making that (laughs) happen. Um, no, I went there, went to, uh, to the Dominican Republic. It's my third time going there. Um, but my last time was actually 11 years ago. So um, lots of kind of changed. It's beginning to become like a more advanced country than we think. And um, it's definitely not what I used to, what I remember in good ways and bad ways. Um, but I had a tremendous time. I went to, um, you know, a city called Juan Dolio, which is uh uh, you know, kind of 40 kilometers away from their capital, Santo Domingo. And um, what's particular about my vacation was, uh, without knowing it, actually, I booked a, I booked a, a resort that was uh, by locals for locals, kind of like what we do here at the podcast. And um, and it was uh, the tourists, I would tell you, they were a minority in that resort. So um, these people know how to f- how to put on a, a party and um, lots of family um family values at uh, uh showing uh from what i saw and also it's my first time being in a resort in the caribbean in christmas so it was kind of interesting seeing how they celebrate christmas and you know how do you celebrate christmas when you're sweating from every angle of your body and 
and it's so hot and you know so it's kind of difficult to be in, in the spirit of the christmas of uh, christmas for myself but i really had a fantastic time and um, i guess i'll close off these things by saying that um usually typically i've been going to resorts maybe uh, always uh, a week uh, never more maybe not even 10 days and this time i kind of chose uh, to go two weeks and again shout out mm. for, for my work for the, making that happen as well so um yeah i was a little bit worried in the beginning just by the by the by the fourth or fifth day i was still in in work mode i was still active mode productivity i was the whole thing you know my my usual self and i was kind of worried that hey man am i going to be disconnecting here or not and it just kind of naturally happened in the days leading after that and um i had a awesome time awesome awesome time so it's um, um yeah yeah when when i like last christmas i was in mexico and i know what it's like um mm -hmm. being in like 30 degree heat yeah. having a you know a rotisserie chicken with jalapenos and <laughs> sweating your balls off and yeah. and it's like what the heck is this and and actually funny enough it's uh, not 30 degrees but it's definitely pretty warm this christmas here in canada me too um that's yeah. kind of crazy that's like Basically, when I left last year, it was like a snowstorm. It was minus 17 in Vancouver, mm -hmm. and it was like like snow, like real snow. Like Albertans yeah. couldn't even like make fun of us. And mm -hmm. um, I remember like this year, flights getting canceled left and right. And stuff. Yeah, and what's funny is I flew. I don't know uh, who you flew with um, yeah. to uh, Dominican Republic. I when I went to Mexico, I flew with Flair, and I had the best flight. I've ever had and this was in the middle of like a you know there wasn't a snowstorm like an active snowstorm but it was like freezing and there was snow all over the airport and and it was only 15 minute delayed for de-icing and that's it and then all these like west jets and air canada's are all canceled and then flares like uh, screw it man we're, <laughs> we're gonna take off um yeah. who Whatever did you fly happens, with? happens i went with sunwing it's uh which is owned yes. by, by west west jet now so uh, not not yeah. a lot of options for uh, Albertans here in the West um, for all inclusives and stuff like that. So um, maybe a little bit of Air Canada, but it's like double the price. So have you ever flown um, Air Canada, or it's not called Air Canada? It's called Rouge. Yeah, yeah. No, Rouge isn't is the like Air. Isn't uh, that like Holiday Air Canada or something? I think they're. This is kind of embarrassing because one of my dearest friends, uh, she uh, she works for Air Canada, so I should I should definitely know this, but. Um, I think they're called Air Canada Vacations, and that's like a separate thing from Air Canada alone. Uh. And Rouge, I'll have to ask her what that means, because my understanding is Rouge is like the luxury, I think. I'm not sure, but I think that's like the first class stuff and, and the business and I don't know what I think. Oh, I'm sure. OK. I'm not sure. Yeah, there's. Well, yeah, I don't know. This is. Um, I do have it here. It says it. it it's subsidiary of Air Canada focusing on, oh, Rouge is the cheap one, low cost, lower oh, okay. cost, okay. hold on, lower cost flights for leisure travelers. Okay. So for leisure. Yeah, I don't know. I had the I impression it was like Anyways. a luxury. Yeah, there's nothing cheap about it. It sounds, so. <laughs> even Rouge is probably uh, yeah. uh, $400 a ticket. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. And so um, if you had, uh, I don't know what they call it. Do they call it? Yeah, two stars in the wish. So two stars, so two highlights. Yeah. And then one wish, as in, I don't know, like what you would wish for. Maybe something yep. you did, something you could have taken advantage of. You wish maybe your flight there or back was better. 
you know, and then yeah. the end two highlights, what would you say they are? I have to say number one highlight, and it's not the most enjoyable one. Uh, <laughs> I have hmm. a, can, you have to give me three stars because I have to squeeze in one more here, but okay, three say, stars in a wish. Okay, good. Um, so for me, I think the number one highlight was uh, renting a car, driving in the city, getting to know some locals and hanging out with some locals um an actual like in the actual city not you know you go and you you know freaking buy a, a tourist bottle and nothing nothing like that i actually went to the city in the malls and i saw how they live and i drove in their traffic and all of that stuff so um mm-hmm. that would be number one I, I really enjoyed that having a car and, and just like treating my resort as a motel um i think that's <laughs> like the, the way to go from now on um Another thing was kind of reconnecting with my younger self, uh, going to um, Coco Bongo. Um, it's a for those that don't know it. I think it's a pretty famous one. I think everybody knows Coco Bongo, but um, was just an outstanding show that really, you know, uh, bring brought back a lot of good memories and a lot of sparks in me. So I'm pretty happy about going there. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a two almost three hour drive from where I was to go to Punta Cana and to go to Coco Bongo. So um, it was pretty good. And uh, the third one I would say was getting pulled over by the cops for speeding um, and bribing my, bribing my way out of it. So I think that was uh, kind of a unique situation that, uh, you know, it's crazy how much Spanish comes out of you when you, when you're in a pressure situation like that. So uh, yeah, it was fun. And I probably paid for the guy's, uh, monthly rent or something so uh, <laughs> it worked out for the best for everybody um kind of wishes yeah i wishes i would say that maybe a little bit of more luxury in the hotel maybe a little bit better transfers from the airport to the hotel stuff like that but like you know what like i my flight was delayed like four times coming back home and it didn't even affect my mood once kind of shows mm. you how much uh, this vacation worked for me so um yeah there you go. that's it yeah and we didn't even get a lot of rain. We also had some surprises as well along the way. We had um, an international volleyball tournament show up out of the blue in the resort. So lots of oh wow, lots of attractive uh, young men and women uh, uh, for each Canada, U.S., Cuba, you name it, uh, all the countries. Mm. So it was pretty fun. Yeah, yep. there you go. Yeah, you, but you you do have to agree that the Coco Bongo in Calgary is better though. There's uh, there's no coco and there's no definitely no bongo in here in Calgary. <laughs> um, I did see one girl on TikTok that she uh, she went to a nightclub in Calgary that kind of looked promising. So did message her to see uh, where that is. But uh, mm. TBD on that. Well, there you go. Yeah. But, so for the most part, yeah, my mind was definitely more boring. Um, currently in my break at the moment, but uh, um, I, I'm waiting until I can do nothing uh it seems i have something to do every day here so uh, next week is definitely um taking advantage of sleeping in every day except next tuesday i have lunch with a a friend so uh aside from that like like that's that's my like doing something like that takes energy out of me like i like when i say do nothing like someone normal doing nothing means like oh i'm gonna go hang out with my friends and no, no, like doing nothing, literally. Like I don't get up until 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Like I'm scrolling through TikTok for another hour. Yep. And then I just, uh, you know, that's, and, and before you know it, it's dark outside. So that's. <laughs> that's totally okay. I was coming up with new ways to do nothing uh, I'm on my vacation. So 
that's crazy. You, you wake up, you take your time, then you go to take a coffee, and then you go to the beach where you continue doing nothing. Then you're tired from doing nothing, so you have to go back to the hotel, you shower, um, and then you sit down doing nothing after showering. Then you go to dinner, and after dinner, you go back and do nothing as well on the couch. So it's a whole bunch mm -hmm. of nothings everywhere, but um, <laughs> you need that sometimes. The worst, you, the, the only thing you don't want to do, especially on vacation, is, is regret doing nothing. Like saying to yourself, oh, so like I know you planned those days out yeah, uh, in advance of when you're going to do nothing because you did a lot. Yeah, um, which yeah, is I drove like three thousand yeah. kilometers, man. Like twenty eight hundred in in like in, in ten days. Yeah, that's crazy. That's <laughs> no, I, I went I <laughs> went to good. every city and I yeah. Did you know that they have Scotia Bank in the DR? So oh, re took... really? Yeah, and <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's one of their major banks actually, Scotia Bank. So uh, I didn't know that. So anyways, yeah. I don't know if the Dominican Republic uses credit. Um, what do you mean? Because I know uh, I paid a lot, but like, credit card. yeah, but like I know Mexico doesn't. I don't know if it's, I don't think they don't accept credit, but like they don't. Their their economy doesn't rely on credit, mm. so a lot of it's like cash and debit. I see. Um, so no, people were paying left and right in, in credit cards. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I remember when I was in Mexico, it was like you said credit card, and they looked at you weird, like. But at the same, when I last time I went to Mexico, everything was the same price as like Canada, so even the gas. So, anyways, no, it's getting I, I, more I expensive now. I have to tell now. you, like for those that don't know what Santo Domingo looks like, just Google it. It's the city, you know, it doesn't maybe it's not New York, okay? It's like it a GTA Six trailer. Yeah, exactly. It looks really nice, but it's not that nice. I mean, let's be honest here a little bit. But at the same time, like it's a real city. Oh. It's not those ruined streets and like just houses and <laughs> no it's actual yeah. like real city with skyscrapers and malls and highways and everything so yeah a lot of people are very oblivious to that fact that you know and then it depends on what your I, I, idea of nice is because you know yeah. like at the same time like would i rather take a trip to new york city or would i rather take a trip to los angeles well you know i wouldn't yeah i would go to new york like you know um like the Big Apple, because that that's where I want to be. But then in LA, I wouldn't be walking around LA downtown. Like I'd be outside of LA. So exactly. there's different different views of what nice is. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. I didn't know that you went three times, by the way. Yeah, I went to um, uh, my first ever trip to the, was well, well, my first ever resort was in Punta Cana. Um, and it was an outstanding place that never been matched since. So that's kind of mm, a bummer. Okay. So if I have a tip for anyone listening is maybe go with the cheap, ugly stuff first and then work your way through luxury. Because if you go to like the best ever, then you're always going to be disappointed. So um, yeah, it's very true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, good, then I went to point. Samana for my 25th birthday as well. So it's pretty cool too. But well, I've never you. like rented think... a car. I've never went out, out of the resort. So this was a first for me to experience it this oh, way. Explore. Alrighty, cool. All right, so there you go. Um, hopefully, uh, those listening have had uh, just as m much of a fun experience as Danny has. Um, I have not, however. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, well, I guess I'll mention this now. So, um, as you guys know, we do uh, something called deep dives here on on the Coast to Coast podcast, and we're yep. slowly trying to set up things, uh, set things back up. 
as we get going. And one of the teams that we would like to eventually do is the Vegas Golden Knights. And for one or more reasons is because in March I'm heading to Vegas and I will be seeing Vegas versus Seattle in the T-Mobile Arena. So I'm very excited for that. And if we can get a Vegas Golden Knights deep dive, Danny, uh, after that, I think that would be really good. Um, okay. I'm very sure. excited for that. I've been to Vegas. I Vegas is, you know, it's Vegas. Uh, if you like to gamble, it's it's definitely, you know, and a lot of it's just the sites. Um, we planned on doing a 10-day trip, but it's so expensive in the States, like anything, hotels, yeah. especially with these resort fees now. Um, renting a car is expensive, like everything's so expensive. And then that doesn't even include food. So... We were just like, ah, well, we'll just shorten the trip to four days and just stay in Vegas instead of driving down to L.A. And I can do an L.A. trip. I'd love to drive down to, like, California, but yeah. that's to be planned for another time. I'll figure that out. But, yeah, anyways. But I'm March. happy that you're, you're going to see uh, you're gonna see Vegas. I think I've been there, but never inside the arena, so I'm, I'm excited for you about that. And I think it's going to be good. Uh, you're gonna oh, love I, the surrounding area, and, and I'm sure the ambiance inside is gonna. Oh, be I'm good. gonna be doing. I'm gonna be like a reporter. Like I'm gonna be going around. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back information on the urinals. You know, like everything. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna wait for them to score a goal. Yeah, and I'm gonna be yeah. taking a piss, and the guy's gonna be like <laughs> Vegas goal. No, it's, it's gonna be. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. And I, I give full credit to you, Danny, because I didn't even think about that. So basically, for those of you listening, I, I mentioned my trip to Danny, and the first thing he thought of was the Vegas Golden Knights, and it didn't even come to my mind yeah. that Vegas was. And then I, you know, he we checked, and and Tampa's playing on the night that I arrive, and then two days later on the Thursday, I, I leave Friday night, so Thursday night, uh, Vegas plays Seattle. It's a little bit more expensive. Um, I got decent tickets. I ended up paying about 123 Canadian, um, you know, Ticketmaster. Or a stub hub that has like 25 different fees. Yeah. Uh, Danny shared a pretty funny meme uh, about that. But uh, what are you aside do? from not that, gonna pay? here's a dollar more. <laughs> <laughs> parking parking fee just because we want it. Yeah, exactly. Give it to us. Exactly. You're just not going to go. That's such a good one. But anyways, yeah, yeah um, I'm very excited. Like I've never really been excited for a trip, but I just told. Uh, my dad, who I'm going down with, I told him, hey, man, like, I'm going. And I'm like, do you want to go? And he said, ah, not really. And I, I said, okay, you go to Gamble and I'll, you know. Yeah. And hopefully they win. I think they will. I think Vegas is. I, I hope so. If, 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 you know, I'll have to look Even at if, who their goal is. If they are. get shut out, it's a disaster. But yes, that, <laughs> if I at least get one goal. If they no, get no, one I, goal, yeah. I'll be very happy. Yeah, I need to take a look at their goalies. Uh, I Imagine. can take a look here really quickly, but. Yeah, Burowski and no, oh, sorry, uh, Joey Dacord and Chris Drieger. They will be goals, my friend. They will definitely be goals. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle uh, crack and deep dive just before. Well, I think that's uh, yeah, that'd be funny. Anyways, Bauer and, and, yeah, it's, it's all. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, um, moving on from my trip to Vegas. I mean, when we get there, we'll get there. Uh, hopefully, well, I'll have tons of information for you guys for that episode. However, we'll continue on with this one. Um, so we'll do what we usually do. We'll go over, uh, you know, our, our team, Montreal, just quickly. Uh, the recent games in the month of December. We've missed the month of December as a podcast. So we don't have to go through every game. But any of these games stand out for you uh, for the Montreal Canadiens? 
Um, I mean, for myself, I I kind of tried to watch at least clips, or it was bad bad internet where I was. So, but I did manage to actually watch the entire OT and shootout of the Buffalo game. Um, mm-hmm. So just to, just to take a step back here for December, the record was five wins and five losses. Um, lots of uh, one point overtimes as well for this team. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I like the one uh, watching the, the one with the uh, against Buffalo. I don't know why, but there's always ha- there a good game against Buffalo always. And we have our friend Colin, who's always at the uh, at the games as well. So he kind of gives us some information in the group chat. Um, but I enjoyed that. I think that was the one that uh, Slavkovsky won the game for uh, for the Canadians. So um, yeah, were, were you watching that yeah. one as well? I did. Yeah, I did watch it and. Uh... Jaden Struble scored his first goal um, in typical Montreal fashion. They had um, a not-so-good third period, um, but in the shootout, uh, they got some goals. Um, so far, you know, like guys like uh, Caulfield's kind of bringing, you know, heating up in the shootout a bit. Um, you know, anywhere else on the ice, not not as much. But, yeah. uh, you know, in the shootout, Suzuki, Caulfield, uh, Jesse Yelonen, your favorite player, uh, <laughs> and Uri Slavkovsky, they're all uh, doing okay no, so far. So, uh, yes, Yelonen also seems like money in the shootout. But uh, Slavkovsky, I'm very happy with his performance. But, yeah, that was a good um, good thing for him to win a game. You know, a game-winning goal is also you know, very good for confidence. So, um, But that, that was very enjoyable, and it was packed with Montreal fans in that arena. Um as you always, know, Colin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Colin isn't the only one there. So, um, yeah. yeah, very good. And 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 I will mention this. Um, I I don't know the exact statistic at the moment, but Montreal is one of the best teams in the league uh, with the face-off percentage. Mm-hmm. We have fantastic face-off percentages. Um, I mean, in this game alone, it had fifty-six percent. But these this team is very good for the face-off. So. And a lot of people say, well, face-offs don't matter as much. Well, they matter a lot because it no, equals do. possession. Yeah. And this team has uh, struggles a bit with possession sometimes. So, you know, that's why I feel like a lot of – I don't say a lot of their success, but some success comes from this, especially of them going to OT all the time and getting that extra point. Yeah. For me, the month of December, like, you know, again, not being able to see all the games and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. has been a month where I've, I've been watching from, from, from a distance where – I think the the goalie situation is is pretty clear at this point. Like we saw Montembeau get his contract. Uh, yeah. We continue to see, you know, Primo when he shows up in the games, he's doing a good job. Uh, we're seeing also Allen when he's also every single time that he's in the, in the net, there's zero confidence there, and like they uh, they find a way to lose <laughs> instead of find a way to win. Um, yeah. Which that kind of warms my heart a little bit. But now that Montembeau is signed. Whatever, uh, let him do good so he can raise his value and he can go somewhere else. But uh, I'm looking at games like you know Nashville and, and LA and Pittsburgh. Just I don't like seeing losses against those teams, uh, especially like LA. Like okay, I'm okay losing against them, but not four zero. Come on, can we at least like get a goal or two? It's not, it's not but yeah. net. Like it's Talbot. And, like, <laughs> I I uh, agree. Yeah, so that's the only thing here, but. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, we didn't see much of Bedard in the. Uh, I saw also clips of of the uh, December 22nd game that we won like five two. Um, didn't see much of Bedard that game as well. He was pretty quiet. So. Yeah, yeah. They they since that Los Angeles game in the month of December, they're actually pretty good. They, I mean, they didn't really show up that well in Nashville, but however, they they really did well. You know, 
in the coming games, they won three in a row. Or no, they didn't win three in a row. They made it to, uh, they won two in a row after losing in a shootout to Pittsburgh. And then they lost in OT. A lot of shootout and OT points, whether they're losses or wins. This team can definitely get out of regulation. Um, but, you know, like, and, 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 and that's a good thing in a way. Um, but at the same time, like, you need, need regulation success to be a good team. Um, the only concern is this pushes Montreal out of a good pick. Um, mm-hmm. And out of a good pick with success in special teams being three on three or the shootout. So, like, there's a bit Not of really. concern. Individualism. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's yeah, like, everyone's yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, and, you know, and the thing is, like, um, I'm trying to think here. I guess it was against uh, Pittsburgh, right? The uh, really long shootout. Yeah, the really long shootout. Um, so, basically, Nick Suzuki scored, Latang scored, Caulfield scored, Crosby. Then there wasn't a score for, like, uh, one, two, three, four rounds. Then Monaghan scored, then Eller scored. Then there wasn't a score for one, two, three, four, five rounds until Harkins scored. But the, the concern here is, like, you know, there was no moves being done. There was, like, you, you, after you got past Suzuki, Caulfield, Yelonen, and maybe yeah. even Slavkovsky, you know, guys like Monaghan and, and, and Dvorak and, like, you know, th- this is a real um, insult, too. Josh Anderson went after uh, Pazetta, so there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, these guys, there's no moves. There's just shots in the pads, and it's just like come on like so it shows you there's you know the the level of talent that's in the 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 lineup at the moment um it's really just focused mainly on the top line right now with you know and and Slavkovsky Suzuki and Caulfield are playing fantastic but you can't really say much for the rest of the squad um the fence is playing well as well Struble has not made a single mistake since coming into the league um he's playing great um but yeah no uh but I, I I will say, I don't know about you, but I didn't expect this team to be, well, okay, that's not true. I kind of did expect this team to be 500, but I didn't expect them to be like this type of 500. Like, I thought it was going to be like a 3-2 regulation win, then like a 5-2 loss, not like a 3-2 OT win, then a 2-1 shootout loss. Like, you know, they make it out of regulation, so it speaks more volume than it is. But um, any thoughts on that? Uh just the fact that we're we're missing Newhook and Doc, and and we also miss like almost yeah. what was it like two months of Savard as well, or a month and a half. So I don't and know. Technically, we're uh, still missing Caulfield. Missing Caulfield. Caulfield is not his himself, and as, as well, um, uh, yeah, Gouli is getting into a lot of fights. I, I find. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I thought about that, but I was thinking about that as well. Like he's also like he's he's playing really well, but I seem like. When I watch him, he's always busy with something else. He's always busy getting hit or hitting someone or getting into a fight or a penalty or something. So, uh, but he's doing good. Uh, he's he's yeah, pretty he's, clear yeah. that he's becoming quite something for us. Um, uh, goalie-wise, like I said, Allen is always finding a way to lose lose games. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah Primo, he does, like he, wins the games, yeah. but he still needs his team to score six goals to get a chance to win. You know, like <laughs> you know, that's I do agree and. There. I will say, okay, so like, um, this is the first time I've looked at the goaltenders from Montreal, and all three of them are above 900 save percentage. Uh, Sam Montembeau with the highest, uh, 907, um, which for 
you know, a player of his stature and where he came from and how he got on this team on the waiver wire uh, is very good, Um, especially for this team. I mean, he's played 15 games and, um, you know, 7-4 and 0 or 7-4 and uh, I don't know why they have ties still on. What the heck is NHL.com doing? Anyways, um, (laughs) (laughs) 7-4 and 3. Um, he's got a 2.86 goals against average. So the team actually plays better defensively with Montembeau. Um, I look at goals against average as a, as more team-based stat than a goaltender stat. Um, Jake Allen and Caden Primo both have way more goals against, uh, with Allen having way more goals against 3.4. He still does have a 9.04 save percentage. So there's a lot of high danger shots that go against, um, Jake Allen. Primo, I'm very happy with how he's been. Uh, four wins, three losses. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's above a 902. I mean, the thing is, it's a lot better than what he, you know, like he'd play one game in like 82 and let in eight goals and, you know, run down the hallway and need need someone to like hug him. And, <laughs> and you know, now, now it looks like he can actually play, but it's a shame that Jake Allen has to be in front of him. Um, yeah. I, I'm full on board with getting, sending him to, uh, to Edmonton, but anyways, yeah. uh, we'll see. Uh, any other thoughts on uh, recent Montreal games? Um, um, no, I'm excited about tonight. Honestly, just because I have a lot of a lot of Hurricanes on my team, and I'm playing against two this week, so uh, mm. in, in the fantasy leagues league. So um, I need I need my Hurricanes to uh, to do well here. But um, no, other than that, not really. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing maybe the, there's always that Florida trip. So they're going to Florida on finishing the year in, in Tampa and, and Florida. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So uh, not yeah. much. Uh, I mean, maybe a side side comment on, on Pittsburgh as well. Like they're really not what what at least Dubas was uh, was thinking when he acquired Eric uh, Carlson. But um, yeah, Pittsburgh is is not doing very well at all. And I'm looking at the standings here. Uh, they are the 20th in the league, so they are actually third tier in the league officially now. Um, not looking to improve from what I'm seeing, but it is it is embarrassing. It is uh, not only embarrassing, but it's it's pretty sad because uh, nobody coming into the season thought that the Flyers are going to be the 12th overall in, in the in the standings, and Pittsburgh are going to be uh, what is it outside the playoffs? Maybe they are. Maybe they're almost there. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it's no, bad. Um, Crosby is having a good year too, you know. So Crosby is playing great. He's you know over a point per game. Gensel as well. Um, I think the concern lies with. Uh, well, this is the this is very interesting to be a fair. Like this team, I don't know what their woes are. I feel like they just get outscored a bit. Maybe they they yeah. have they have very little bottom six production. Mm. Um, their goaltending is good. That's okay. the strange thing. Like Tristan Jerry, okay, he's got um, a 9.16 save percentage, but he he's under 500, 10 and 11, and you know like, and I I don't know how that's possible. And the team is plus 10 in goals differential. They've got good scoring. A lot of their players are in the yeah, plus there's category. Nothing. You're you're so right. Like that bottom six, they have nothing. Like zero. Yeah, there's nothing. Jeff so, Carter and Lars Eller and Noel Archari and who the hell is yeah. Drew O'Connor and, and Harkins and 
Yeah, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Like it's a heroes. Yeah. This guy is still so, he's, he's a fraud. Like he should reimburse everybody <laughs> for the money that he made this guy. But uh, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Come on, you know Stroza. Like uh, this guy has been in the league for like he's been in the league for like thirty years, done nothing. So. <laughs> yeah. So. I agree. Um, yeah, it's the the Penguins are interesting. Uh, Eric Carlson is um, doing okay. Um, you know, not a hundred point defenseman, but um, you know, better, yeah. better, better plus minus. I mean, he's not the problem. Um, however, if this team wants to succeed, you know, you got to fix. I think that bottom six a bit, and yeah. it probably lies in the defense as well. Um, in terms of defense, I think they're just losing. I think they're just losing one goal games, and that's why their 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 plus minus is up, and yeah. and their yeah, goaltending stats are up. At, yeah, if 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 Kent Hughes is listening, like probably not, but if he is listening, like can we call them? Like can we give them like Savard and and Yolanen and I don't know what like uh, uh, Jake Evans and stuff like that? Like if you give him like a few good play good pieces like this, you know, and tell him tell him when you're gonna be tanking, we're gonna have your first round pick. Then, then we're talking. Now, now we're talking. You know. Um, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, but I think that's dreaming in color. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think it's necessarily a dream because this is a like team you, that you want to win or not. Like, if you yeah, want to exactly. win, we'll like give the... you Savard and Matheson, and we'll give you fucking Allen, and we'll give you everyone. Like, you know, we'll we'll set yeah. you up. So the, this, yeah, this is a team that that cares about legacy. I think yeah. the reason they brought in Dubis is to build around these. 40 year old mother you know like these guys yeah. right yeah. and like you know you're not, you, you're not gonna have much of a chance left in three four years when crosby you know oh, and all these guys have gone. to start retiring yeah, yeah like even if and he I think, extends like he's gone like 36 even if he plays four more years like until 40 with who he's gonna play with uh i think uh, you could Zahora? easily sell these guys right yeah, you could easily sell these guys Exactly. You could easily sell them like uh, Monaghan and Savard for a high price. Exactly. Just because they know, especially and and like a high price as in like, would they do it for a future pick? Maybe, but I think they know this is their chance, and then it's a huge rebuild coming up. Yep. Um, because you have to look at guys like Gensel too. Will they want to stay around? So, mm-hmm. um, and their goaltenders as well. So. I don't know. Pe- penguins are on the downfall. I mean, we we can talk about Washington Capitals too. Um, not a team that's very very successful, but they are doing better than the Penguins by about three points. Um, however, they, you know, where has Ovechkin gone? Um, you know, put up a a, a milk carton for this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. he's he's got to catch Gretzky here, and he, I, he's I think he will. He, yeah, will, he will, but yeah. you know the. Th- you know, the concern is, you know, he has six goals this season in 32 games. Six. Yeah, like, it's unheard of for him. Yeah. O- Ovet or Caulfield has more, and that guy's been a... I think, uh, yeah, Anderson has one goal less than Ovechkin. What the... I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and, like, yeah. So, anyways, I don't know. So, they're having... So, uh, you know, there's a shift happening. Uh, you know, Tampa's not as good, and all these teams are definitely starting to shift out. And I think Montreal... Needs to start shifting in. So um, I think we'll go over a Montreal Canadiens recap and and what their future will, should look like uh, later in the season, probably near the end, sure. um, and what they should be doing, because I do have some ideas. But 
anyways, that's about it for me. I Montreal uh, plays tonight against Carolina, so we'll see how that goes. Um, so, so since like uh, we're not doing another, well, maybe we are, are we? Before the new year? Um, maybe we can squeeze one in, but definitely not, not before the new year. So, uh, you know, like a lot of people talk about uh, new year resolutions. You want to mm-hmm. do like a, a, a very quick round table of just the teams that you think are interesting that they, what kind of resolutions that they should adopt for the next year? Yeah, a couple teams come to mind. Um, do you have any ones on your list that you'd be able to rile off right now? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I have the standings here in front of me and I'm looking at um, mainly because I wanted to see where the Rangers are. The last time we did an episode was the deep dive for the Rangers. And mm-hmm. I remember Andrew was telling us from the Liberty Blue podcast, he was telling us that watch this team, you know, they're up and coming. And I think I'm not sure, but I think when we did that episode, they were fourth in the league and now they're first in the league. Uh, they're yep. doing they're firing an all cylinder. So I'm just looking at that um, along with, you know, some predictions that we did before the season <laughs> that maybe I don't want to go into uh, since the, the Canucks are uh, second, <laughs> second in standings. But um, but yeah, well, no, I mean, let's I'm looking go- at yeah, you want to go quickly? Go into it. Let's okay. let's hear what. Um, I, and I'd I like to know it because I'd like to see what I predicted and where I'm totally off. I know I'm definitely off on on certain things. Um, there, I'll show you so you can take a look at the predictions that we had. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at those, and man, I'm telling you, like, way off. Like, uh, the Devils, <laughs> they're doing okay. Yeah, the Avalanche are doing okay. Oilers. They fire Devils are coach. doing, yeah, okay. Yeah. Devils are doing okay. Uh, Kings are doing okay as well. Um, I did have the Kings winning the cup. So, so far, it's okay. Like, so far, it's not so bad. I'm not completely yeah, in the wrong uh, here. Mine's a disaster. Uh, what did you have? <laughs> yeah, you had the Oilers uh, a lot. A lot of it. Yeah. You had the Prince I of have, Wales for the Rangers. That's Yeah, I have Rangers versus Oil for the second year in a row. Um, doesn't look like that's going to be the case, but... Uh, Anyways, <laughs> I had Ottinger for the uh, Vezina, and he, I'm not sure what his percentage is, but he's, uh, you know, he hasn't been. Very I don't public, think he's. So. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I'm just gonna go off by popularity here and just say I haven't heard his name, so he might not be doing as well as I think. Yeah. But uh, I don't know what uh, what was my Vezina here? Oh, Shesterkin. Well, that looking that looks okay. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Lady Bing Kopitar. I could be, you know, hey. Uh, that that was a that, that was a good one, yeah. Yeah. I'd be cooking here. Uh, um Jack Adams, I'm very happy to not have put uh uh D. D. Smith, whatever his name is. <laughs> but, uh, oh, uh, DJ there. Smith. DJ Smith, yeah. J D DJ, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> J D power. There's still the, the Vino Tinto talking here, but uh yeah. And then um <laughs> um First overall I, pick, we, I had the Islanders. They're not headed that way for sure, but yeah. Yeah, we might as well mention uh, Eileen, who was a part of us, our our yep. predictions episode. Um, yep. You know, she. I, I know where you're going predict, with this. Yep. Yeah, she did predict uh, for the Bill Masterson uh, Memorial Trophy, and a lot of us didn't really want to uh, predict on this necessarily, just because it's about it's it's very hard to predict. Um, You know, someone who's usually goes to someone who's, you know, overcome something, um, some part of their life or or career or something. And and they've really succeeded the next season, um, I believe. And she put down Brock Besser, who's having a fantastic season so far. And and he unfortunately lost his dad 
Uh, I don't know if it was last year or a couple years ago. So this could definitely go his way. Um, yeah. I had Latang, who also I, he he won it last year, but he you know just had six assists in the second period last night, yeah. um, which is one of the best you know first time ever by a defenseman. Um, yeah. So hey, he's having a good season as well. So who knows? But I think those were. I think Besser like it would be a would be a steal if if he like he would be get robbed if he didn't get if he doesn't get it. This I year. I do agree. I do agree. Yeah. I think uh, my pick will be a runner up, yeah. but. Uh, um, here, I think as, as if um, as if there wasn't a shortage of of things to laugh at me here for my worst predictions. So I I said the Canucks are going to be the worst team in the standings, and I bet some <laughs> five bucks on it. So th- there yeah. you go for that. But also I want to turn your attention to the to my prediction for the Mark Messier Leadership Award. Um, and I oh, had the nice. yeah. How about you go see it? So I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's had, a good one. I had a I had Corey Perry for the Mark Messier leadership. <laughs> this award. is this is unbelievable. And uh, I think I think <laughs> his is... mom I think Bedard's mom would would agree with that, but uh, I think everyone else doesn't. So uh... <laughs> That's that is that is I think you're uh I think you're a psychic. Like I think I, you, <laughs> <laughs> like what the f- that, that is anyways uh, what an awful uh, choice here but it's okay uh, that yeah. is so funny yeah. okay how about so, the surprise teams here i said surprise bad team is boston they're currently fourth in the nhl uh mm-hmm. surprise good team is columbus and they're currently uh they're, they're you know they're, mid- they're midway they're mid-range there actually no they're 28th never mind uh they're yeah bad, so huh? there you go yeah there you go so yeah, yeah what a great prediction yeah, but I, that so was me putting that down on Fantilli. I think I had uh, McKinnon. He's not scoring a lot for the Rocket Richard. McDavid. There a lot of people had him as well. Uh, you had Rantanen for him. I don't know. I think Matthews right now is the is the leading scorer, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, uh, for yeah. goals. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, at the moment, um, probably have a better. I'm gonna find that out in a second here. Sorry guys, I'm just going to for the Calder. Why you do that for the Calder? I think everybody had Bedard except for me. I had Fantilli, and you had sorry. I only had Cooley on it. Cooley started off really, really hot, and he scored like that unbelievable goal and stuff like that. But since then, he's been very quiet, and I know because I have him in my in my fantasy team. So uh, he's been very quiet, but I, I still I believe in him. So uh, and Fantilli yeah. as well. At the moment, um, the race is between three players. Um, it's it's definitely front led by Connor Bedard, but right now it's uh, Marco Rossi. In second, and Adam Fantilli in third for rookie points. You think so? Um, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's no, just I don't how want it is. to win. Screw that. No way, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, Bedard's probably uh, uh, unless he gets unless he gets injured, he's getting it. So, um, and and I and I am a bit I was a bit wrong about Bedard. Um, this guy does have a a very good release. Um, I just want to see what Chicago does to build around him because they could easily pull a Montreal Canadiens here and just do nothing for a decade and, and, you know, just waste his career. So we'll see. But uh, just for points uh, for NHL skaters, uh, McKinnon's actually second in the league for points. Um, Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Kucherov leads the NHL in points with 58, two points ahead of McKinnon uh, for goals. Austin Matthew leads the NHL with 28, four above Kucherov and Besser. 
um, and for assists. Uh, Nathan McKinnon leads the league with 37. So he's definitely uh, more of a playmaker so far this season. Uh, he's only got, well, he's got 19 goals, um, but he's playing very good. Um, McKinnon's one of my favorite players. So um, I love yeah, that guy. And, and Aiden Hill actually is leading the NHL for goalie stats. However, this guy has not played forever. And I know this because I've had him on my IR on fantasy league forever. Like this guy cannot just get out of IR please. And for yeah. those, and, and, and I'm shouting Alex out here. <laughs> let's get an, let's get an extra injured reserve spot here. Like this is ridiculous. I this know. guy's been on my injured reserve forever and I got the best goalie in the NHL. I'm not going to just drop him. No, exactly. Anyways. And I, I had like, <laughs> I've had Shabbat all year long doing nothing. And I, and I, yeah. so imagine how I feel anyways. Um, <laughs> This was a good update. Let's do a let's let's very quickly here go over a few topics. So maybe a shout out to the to the Canucks doing really well. Yeah. They completely robbed Calgary getting Zadorov. It's a it's a defenseman that I love. I think people in in Vancouver are starting to discover him a little bit more and and enjoy having him on their team instead of being the up the up the opponent. Um, yeah, the, the, Calgary got nothing, virtually nothing for him. They they got a fifth round pick. That's it. Or a third round yeah. pick or something. So, just a, a disgrace work. Uh, yeah, I, there's nothing there by in Calgary. I think we're waiting on. We're gonna tank. I think we're gonna tank and we're gonna get a new arena. I think that's what's where things are headed for for, for the Flames. Um, mm. And the last thing, uh, have you been watching the uh, the juniors? Like, uh, have you been following that? Any any thoughts on what you're seeing? Yeah, I've 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 followed a bit. I watched the game yesterday for Canada. Um I think uh um apparently uh Kazakhstan is is posed to 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 be the team um not relegated but brought up uh for the next World Juniors. Um I know there's some debate about the next World Juniors where it's going to be. Um uh not the next one, but the next one. I think the next one's in Ottawa. For, so for 2024. And then the next one is either Minnesota or Las Vegas, and I think it should be Minnesota. But this World Juniors, uh, I'm finding it to be um, – it's pretty good. Where uh, is it? I'm, Do you know where it is? Uh, this – well, I don't know ex- – I actually have no clue. No, I don't know where it is. They Putting put it yesterday it in Sweden. Here. It okay. might be in Sweden. Okay. Hold on. Let me. Uh, no, you can put me on the spot because I wanted to actually find this out yesterday because I was curious while watching the game. Because it, w- it was in Sweden, the game. Uh, this is in, oh, it's, oh, it's every, oh, it's in, in uh, it's in uh, Newfoundland. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. So it's in the, basically, so it's in Halifax. I think it's in okay. Halifax. Okay. And then they had the fourth place. Yeah. F- uh, fourth place. Well, I see Tim Horton banners here in the arena. So your, your theory works well. Sorry, my bad. Um, no, my theory's completely off. Okay, my bad, guys. Um, th- sorry, it's not my fault that the uh, IIHF calls the 2020. This is ridiculous. So I understand <laughs> it goes into the new year, but it's a, it starts in 2023 and goes to 2024, and they call it the 2024 World Juniors. So yeah. my bad. So this one's actually in um, the in yeah in the Scandinavia Scandinavian countries. Oh, okay. Uh, this time around, so that's where they're playing, which is good because it, it, it's a great crowd. Like and they show up for like n- there's a lot of Canadian fans out there, but like mm-hmm. I love it because if you're gonna host it in Vegas, I'm sorry, but no one's gonna see uh, Bosnia versus uh, Kazakhstan. Like no one, no one. 
I'm telling no, you, agree. you could pay people, give people free to play slot machines, and they won't go. But in <laughs> in Sweden, they it seems as if like those countries really enjoy just the sport, yeah. and they'll go. Um, yeah. And it's probably a bit, it's probably cheap, um, or cheaper than it would be in Canada. But um, yeah. So right now, uh, yeah. So anyway, Macklin Celebrini had six points yesterday. Um, I'm Team America, even though I'm Canadian. People are, oh, how could you do that? Well, I don't care. Um, United States is stacked, um, but also Sweden is stacked. Um, that's a team that could win it. I think uh, United States versus Sweden could be a thing. I don't know if the the groups match up, but it's probably going to be a matchup eventually here. Um, those those two teams are very good. I don't think Canada is going to do it. I'm not a huge believer in their goaltending. Um, yeah, the the I know the Canucks have three players on the Sweden team, three pretty good prospects. Um, if fun fact, one of the defensemen on the Sweden team is a guy named, and he's a Canuck prospect. His name is Elias Pettersson. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think I heard about yeah. this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Elias Pettersson. He's a, he's good. He's not bad. Like when I saw the rookie camp uh, last summer, um, they had both Willander, their most recent pick and, uh, Elias Pettersson together on their rookie camp. And now they're playing together for Sweden. Um, and then they got uh, Jonathan Leckermacki there as well. But that's a good um, name, Leckermacki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Sweden's pretty stacked. Uh, United States, you know, obviously you got uh, my one of my favorite players, uh, Jacob Fowler. You also got uh, who just yep. won uh, today, I think. Um, he did. And they have Lane. Yeah, uh, Lane. He didn't have very good stats because led in three goals. However, they won. Um, yeah. And uh, La, sorry, Lane Hudson, all those guys. Yeah, so they, you know, I, I'm a bit more excited than most for for well, not most, but more excited than I have been for other ones. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know about yourself. I don't know if you really, really follow this. I, I, I usually every year I just kind of focus on when it gets down to like the final three, final four. I think so too. I think one of the, I'm one yeah. of those guys that when it comes, to, you know how like you hear about like ho- hockey fans that only watch the playoffs. I'm yeah. unfortunately one of those guys when it comes to this. When it comes to like maybe the last final two games or whatever, yeah, I'll, I'll maybe get into it. Especially I'm off work, so um, if the thing is uh, is done before the uh, going back to work, I'm count me in. So, um, mm-hmm. but I agree with you. I'm excited about about hearing all the highlights. I, I saw that that nice pass that Lane Hudson did um, mm-hmm. to set up yep. a teammate. That was pretty good. I'm hearing about and then the goal uh, Fowler as well. Yeah, his, his goal as well. Um, uh, I, I saw also a tweet about uh, the, the best goalie prospects in the league, and I have to talk about that just for you know ten seconds here. But basically, you got uh, um, number one is uh, is Jesper Wallstead uh, for yep. the, the the Wild. I'll do again another Don Cherry here. This guy has been a prospect for what ten years. <laughs> like a, so I think uh, I I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we probably drafted them twenty times in any franchise mode. I think so too. <laughs> I, I think I think that's also an, a, a way where you he's also either a franchise goalie or he ends up being uh, overall seventy nine after six years. Uh, um, also so another true. one is Dustin Wolf. Okay, I get it. I, I'll, I'll allow that. Askarov. Yeah. I'm not so sure. I mean, Askarov, okay, fine, but you know, he's not really. It goes up and down. I mean, I remember there was a, a 
some sort of rumor that Montreal went to the trade for him and the the pick was you know the the price was very high and yep. and now it's kind of like it you know goalies are very voodoo so you know plus it's also a right how, hand of the glove as well it's very I haven't seen anyone like that since uh, ex Habs goalie uh, Steve yeah. Mason and Steve Mason mm-hmm. was a Hab for I see yeah 0.5 seconds when we got Joel Armia but we had yeah, also no, uh, Lingren as well Lingren as well Charlie Lingren was he is he a righty yeah, yeah he is. I never so, noticed that. Yeah, you're not missing anything. So, anyways, but he is doing a good <laughs> job. He, he has revived his career in, in Washington, but he was a right-handed uh, goalie. Um, the, the next two I have a problem with, and maybe not so much with the Flyers being uh, Alexei Kolosov. Maybe you know him. I have no idea who that is. But the no next idea. one, yeah, whatever. The next one I have a problem with Trey Augustine from the Iser Plan okay. in Detroit. Trey I have Augustine, a problem with yeah. this. I don't know who that is, but. What so Sebastian Cosa is 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 a is a bust now? Like we can't even talk about him anymore. I remember like Sebastian Cosa being drafted like the next Vasilevsky here, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have a true. problem with that pick. And then you have the rest. I'm not going to even go through. But like the the sixth overall best pro- goalie prospect is uh, Jacob Fowler. So um, I'm now very that's happy. strong. <laughs> seeing seeing a Fowler with a Montambo tandem, I'm I'm okay with that. And Primo can be uh, in uh, in Ukraine. So, um, yeah, okay. The concern the concern with uh, Sebastian Kosa is he's like I was very high on the guy. I I love just the size of the guy, like yeah. and his his movement. But he's him? had a he's had very he struggled the past three seasons. He did well in the so they had him in the AHL and he played yeah. horrible then he went down to the ECHL for 46 games and played okay he played well in the playoffs but now he's in the back in the AHL and he's not doing as well as he should however um he's only 21 years old and goalies do take some time so like we could probably see Sebastian Kosa in 2 years being a steady backup um the reason people are high on the reason people are high on Trey Augustine is because he is the other goalie the probably the main goalie for team USA right now um ahead of Jacob Fowler um I see he um I, it's his net to lose I don't think Jacob Fowler if there was a team USA versus team Canada um at the moment final gold medal for this world juniors they'd probably go with Trey Augustine um however like I said it's his net to lose I'd like to see Fowler but Trey Augustine is only um I think I think he might be 19. No, yeah, maybe. Anyways, you know he's younger, so you, there's definitely favorable for goalie prospects that are also younger in your system, and and he was a higher pick as well. So, um, yeah, I, but I do agree with the whole Casa thing. I think Casa should be still up there. He's you know 21 is fine. I mean, if it's good for um, Askarov, it's not good for Costa. Like I don't know. I don't. Know. Yeah, that's yeah. Maybe Askarov made more NHL appearances, so he's showing more promise. I have no idea, but still, that's kind of why I'm saying, like, yeah. No, I, I I'll believe totally it agree. when I see it. So I um, totally agree. I'm looking at um when uh when uh Trey Augustine was drafted just to see where Montreal picked. And Montreal didn't pick anything in the second round pick. Um so I just wanted to see uh, where, where Montreal went, and Montreal went nowhere in the second round pick uh, in 2023. I think that's when we gave it to Colorado, right? 
we gave them uh, the, oh, uh, yeah. the first round pick and the, the second round pick. I think so. Yeah, and I then th- Colorado yeah, ended think... up getting. Uh... I think you're right. Yeah, and I think the second round pick ended up going to Tampa, and Tampa took Ethan Gutierrez. That's where it is. Okay. Um, yeah, that, and I'm just going is... off memory yeah. here. So, but that's what I remember. So. I will say that uh, the Coyotes do have a decent goalie here in uh, Rubble. Um, you like him? I do like him, but I I liked Fowler more. Okay. And six, I six, think six. Montreal got a got a good uh, got a good you know Fowler's um, not the biggest goalie, but the guy's so explosive, and I just I love that I just I love that kid so much. I I need to see him succeed. Rubble. He went after yeah, all he these did. people in the third round. Third round. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of goalies this year. Um, I'll be disappointed you know, even, if he was if he's a bust. To be honest, I'll be disappointed, but I don't think so. Well, the hype is there, um, but yeah. like with Sebastian Kosa, you can see how it falls. So, but it's you had to give goalies time. They're so voodoo. Like Samuel Montembeau was written off by Florida, and now he's you know like this guy's a a, a very valuable player. Yeah. Um. So it's that easy. But uh, yeah, aside from that. I, I'd probably say United States or Sweden go all the way. Um, you know, Macklin Celebrini is a very good player, but you know, six points against Latvia isn't necessarily something to put on your in your trophy case here. Um, yeah. You know, but anyways, that's uh, that's uh, that's that. So, anything else you want to talk about today, or not for me? I mean, we kind of did a, a very good round. Uh... So I'm very happy to be back. Very happy to. Yeah, this was yeah. good actually. I, I enjoyed this a lot. Um, you know, the last few episodes before going on vacation, it felt like it felt like although I was having a lot of fun with the topics, it still felt like something I had to do. Uh, whereas right now I'm off. I've had all day long to relax before doing this episode, so it's kind of a different mm-hmm. vibe. So I'm pretty happy we did this. The game for tonight. Any predictions? Uh, we're playing the Hurricanes, like I said earlier. So. The Any Hurricanes there? are, um, the, you know, Montreal is five points behind the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes aren't, uh, are we, sorry, are we in the Carolina for this one? Um, I'll have to double check with our audio team here uh, and, <laughs> and, our, and our producers, but uh, I don't know. Okay. I, I'll, I'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. um, anyways, they if they're in Montreal, um, yeah. we stand a chance. The record in, in on the road is not good at all it's in carolina um, it's in carolina okay well anyways now we're cooked it's, it's so, already wednesday uh, carolina by the way yeah, as yeah. we speak right now. yeah they're uh yeah nine but their last 10 games haven't been that great they've they've gone to ot they've lost yeah. in ot quite a few times so um we could see an ot win or loss tonight i i, I could see it but i carolina is just a team it's very like the st louis blues have been in the past uh, you know, before they won the cup has always been, they've been there, they're in the playoffs, they're in the playoffs, and they never go anywhere. Um, and especially so, the way that Devils are uh, and the, the Rangers are doing, like they should be worried, to be honest with you, because all of this for nothing, if, if these two teams really erase them out of the map. So I don't know. We'll yeah, see. the Devils are currently behind Washington. Um, I got to tell you, the Metropolitan and the, the right now, the Central Division is probably the strongest. Uh, division, really? yeah, it is. It is stacked. Okay. Um, like, like, like. Uh, let's see. So, um, fifth. So we have thirty-five points, and we're sixth in the Atlantic, and that would get us. 
dead last in the central. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Minnesota seventh in the central and they have one more point on us. They, this is very like Arizona's fourth with 38 points. It is a tight race between the wild card and the top three are very good teams. All Winnipeg, Dallas and Colorado. So, mm-hmm. um, and then the Metro obviously has the Rangers. I didn't know the Islanders were that good of a team. Um, I thought they were worse. Yeah, but there's nothing there. But they're minus really. 11 in goal differential. Yeah. The best goal differential. I, I just the said Vancouver there's nothing Canucks. there, and I had them picking first overall and watched them win the <laughs> cup. But, uh, yeah. The, when, yeah, when we predict, we need to start thinking differently. Yeah. Uh, you know, what did Danny yeah, say? Corey, Let's do the, do the opposite. Yeah. Cor- uh, yeah. <laughs> Corey Perry. <laughs> Leadership award. <laughs> <laughs> that's too good that is that is not even scripted that's amazing no it is that's so good strong. we gotta tell uh, hopefully uh those of you who joined us for the uh that episode uh, are listening yeah. to this because I, I really want you guys to know that um yeah. otherwise we'll probably just tell them but anyways yeah that's about it for me danny we got a game to watch here i, I think we have to log off here to go watch the game but i'll leave you on one last thing i want to get your opinion on it and i don't want to even give my opinion but Did you see the two Michigan goals in the same night with uh, yes, I did. with Zigris and Bedard? Which one was your favorite? Uh, Putting on the spot here again. Zigris. Zigris, me too. The guy didn't even stop, didn't even slow down. Didn't uh, slow down, and it was on his backhand. And that's unbelievably impressive. Okay. And, <laughs> and I love the memes that say, uh, you know, the guy's like, uh, you know, empowering the meme, where it's like the 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 woman has her shirt off and it's like, Oh, it's empowering. And then the guy has a shirt off and it's like, put on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Bedard empowering Zygris, put on a, stop doing that stupid goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I like the fact that the, the reporter in Anaheim asked him to do one of them. And he said, Oh yeah, okay. that was cool. Yeah. 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 yeah I so gotta, I gotta, I'll, I'll give it to all to Zygris. No one, no it one cares. It was so effortless it. too. And yeah. I love no one that. Cares, like, yeah. T- the, and this really pisses off. NHL coaches because they got to def- how do you defend it so you got to start including it in your like like how they, imagine now you have to start a drill the the lacrosse defense we're playing Zegras tonight we need to draw up this play yeah where you guys are whacking your sticks on the posts whenever you see the go the, the player going behind the net follow him of course not don't 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 cut the pass of course follow him you know <laughs> yeah. yeah just uh, leave it open you know yeah Anyways. Goalies don't even go down. Always, always cover the top corner. Forget yeah, about even, the yeah, down. Don't... No one cares. About <laughs> the Until he starts doing something crazy, uh, yeah. you know, five hole. Anyways, yeah. okay, that All is right. it for me. So this was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for everyone listening. Um, we did forget to plug in our our social medias and stuff here, but uh, you know, stick around and I'll you'll hear me talking at the end of this episode about that <laughs> stuff. Uh, That Excellent. beautiful voice. But anyways, yeah, that's about it. So that was good. New episodes drop. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. All uh, right. Yep. Good to be back. All right. See you, much. Oh. All right. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> Happy New Year. New episodes drop every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at C2CTHP.